For more on the markets, let's welcome in Brian Jankowski, Senior Investment Analyst at Fort Pitt Capital. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. Good to have you. Thanks for having me. So we were just talking about earnings season with our last guest. What's your take overall on what we've learned so far in terms of how, how companies ended last year, but really how they're looking at this year? So we kind of came into 2023 with the belief that expectations for 2023 earnings growth was a little bit too high, given you know, growth expectations for the economy as a whole. So we were looking for these growth expectations for the entire year to kind of come down. And I think we've seen that play out as companies have reported and given guidance going forward. We started out at the year expecting about a four and a quarter percent EPS growth on the S&P. And now that we're getting near the uh, end of earnings season, I think we've seen that come down a little bit more to two and a quarter percent. But I think one of the main key things to focus here is that it's not necessarily going to be a linear growth path for, for earnings. Um, be it the S&P as a whole and companies individually. I think we're expecting some weakness in Q1 and Q2, but to see a nice rebound in Q3 and Q4. Okay, so let's kind of break this down into segments because NVIDIA is a big winner today. It's up about 14% after earnings. Want to ask you about that and really the semiconductor space overall, but is NVIDIA's import, a report as good as Wall Street's making it out to be? Yeah, I, I would say it's a, it was a pretty good report. You know, there's no denying semiconductors got beat up pretty bad in 2022, be it, you know, facing declining in market growth or dealing with inventory buildups. Um, but commentary from management of all the different semiconductor companies that we follow and watch um, have kind of indicated that they expect Q1 and Q2 to kind of be a period through which they work through those inventory buildups. And they're really expecting some nice growth in the latter half of 2023. So near term, we're expecting to kind of see that that bounce back in, in earnings, both top and bottom line for semiconductor stock and have used the weakness near term to add to some positions that we like. But like you said, and like previous guests have said on this segment, you know, semiconductor stocks and technology stocks have gotten a lot of attention in the past week or two, be it mostly on AI, but also on data centers. So we'd like to be able to position and the semiconductor name for the long-term growth trends. But really, if you take a look, I mean, I was just talking about this Renita Young at, with Renita Young at the top of the show. She was saying how analysts are boosting their price targets on NVIDIA, despite the fact that it's already up more than 60% so far this year. But even a company like AMD up more than 20% this year on semiconductor, up 25% already in 2023. Obviously, still off the highs, but making their way closer to them. Intel is still down on the year. So I guess, uh, how are you picking the winners from the losers in terms of still wanting to find some sort of value at the same time? So some of the semiconductor stocks that tend to have different exposures to end markets have, have been treated differently you know, throughout 2022 and into 2023. So some of those companies that are more focused on you know, end markets like data centers and AI, you know, be like NVIDIA, um, have done really well. We're on the flip side, Intel, which has about 50% of its revenue directly from you know consumer-facing uh, products, ha has been beat up a, a little bit, and that's a little on concern of um, some weakness in the consumers with budgets and spending habits. So we like to position. We're positioning ourselves kind of more around those uh, business-facing semiconductor companies that you know will play into large infrastructure plays on cloud computing or data centers.
Okay, so where semiconductors got beaten up last year and they're in favor this year, energy was last year's winner. That's not getting beaten up today. It's actually the best performing sector in the S&P, but it's still down on the year. So do you think energy right. can be a winner again this year? Absolutely. And I think this is kind of another good positioning opportunity for, for long term. So um, as you said, energy had, had a great 2022 for a variety of reasons, but it's kind of pulled back a little bit as I'm concerned over the Ukraine-Russia war um, have I wouldn't say go away, but um, calm down a little bit, or you know, analysts are starting to factor that in, and investors, it's it's not a surprise anymore. So, what we really really like about energy companies right now is their discipline and their discipline in the capex. And so, we're looking at companies with really strong free cash flow yields that you know can position us as an inflation for any near term um, inflation you know that we might see in 2023. Because you know these, these companies are just staying very disciplined, and what we saw in um, Q4 earnings reports is a lot of management coming out and saying, you know, they're paring back their investments in, in green energy, or, or maybe not pursuing it so so quickly as you know previously stated, and instead focusing more on typical oil and gas production. And we think those will be higher return um, projects that they're going to pursue, and and we kind of like um, positioning. That as, a, as an inflation head in the near term and the long term play on you know refilling the strategic reserve and building um, that oil is going to be in demand longer than I think some some people are anticipating. So oil is currently trading around seventy five dollars a barrel. Where does it need to be for you to remain bullish in some of these energy companies? Yeah. So um, you know the price range of, of about sixty dollars a barrel and, and up. Um, you know, we, we would stay pretty bullish on this. And I think what the oil companies have done really well is they've positioned themselves to be profitable for pretty low prices of barrel barrels of oil. So, um, you know, we're not necessarily trying to time, you know, the oil commodity pricing and, and things like that, but just like the approach that management has said, hey, look, we're being disciplined, you know, we can survive in, you know, any price environment kind of looking here. Um, you know, at, at oil prices. But of course, the higher, the better. All right. We have to leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us, Brian. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Take care. You too. That was Brian Jankowski, Fort Pitt Capital.